So I'm delighted to be with uh, Susie Carter this morning. In fact, I'm going to be with Susie on Monday morning as well, and you can be. Um, it's a very popular subject. I have to admit, I wasn't expecting um, so much interest in it. Uh, maybe I shouldn't be too surprised because of COVID-19. Susie, you, you've got a vast experience in commercial. Uh, you're one of the most in-demand, I would say, property specialist at the moment because of your vast knowledge of 25 years uh, CBRE particularly or working for CBRE in the past um, I think I was listening to another podcast interview with yourself I think you said you were there in the mid 1990s so you know vast knowledge of the commercial sector COVID-19 is something very different what, what have I missed out about your introduction that introduction took about 15 seconds where you've got 25 years experience yeah morning morning Brendan um yeah so um yeah I, I'm a charter surveyor I've worked as, as you say worked for CBRE where I've specialized in a number of sectors industrial offices retail primarily and then um I used to uh, in the kind of 2000s work for B&Q when they were acquiring large stores and I was acquiring development sites and building out large kind of warehouse stores and then um, I was director at Land Securities uh, latterly, Landsec as they're now, they're now badged and um, I was director there where I managed a, a large portfolio of shopping centres and retail warehousing so um, yeah as you say been, been around far longer than I care to care to think about. So industrial, in the, and I was listening to the podcast you, you did, in fact, I'll give a plug, it's by Wealth Builders, it goes into a bit more detail on commercial in general, we're going specifically focusing on industrial, although it's hard to focus on industrial without looking at the others as well. So declining in retail, from my understanding, is your belief that retail would go into decline even more even even if it wasn't for COVID-19 and COVID-19 accelerated it have I got that quite right yeah I mean I, I think that's right I mean I don't think there's any secret that there were structural problems in the high street beforehand um that retail was going through a huge huge change and I think that it's fair to say there was kind of um it might be slightly unfair but there's probably a lot of retail businesses that were kind of hanging on by their fingernails and um i think unfortunately covid19 is going to tip them over the edge and i think that the uk was due a, a massive kind of shift in this sector and this is just going to accelerate it so i think what we're going to see is a stack of cbas a stack of administrations in the retail um, Mark, I know this isn't about retail, so I won't go into it in, in too much detail. Um, but we're going to have to see a lot of repurposing of buildings, um, both out of town and in town, for other uses. And I think obviously that brings opportunities with it as well. So, in terms of industrial and people getting used to shopping online more and more, so people were used to shopping, or many people were used to shopping anyway online. Uh, but, you know, this COVID 19 certainly accelerated the I don't know if there's any official figures out yet. There probably isn't because it's far, far too early. It's going to take, you know, months to come out any significant figures and increase in, you know, even Amazon deliveries and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not just Amazon. It's it's lo lots of, you know, shops, almost all the retail um, stores are doing online delivery now. Of course, people were talking about click and collect and now it's, it's collect rather than 
you know, click and collect as such. Mm. Um, wh- where do you see, and, and it was fascinating listening to the interview you did um, with Wealth Builders, you mentioned about commercial not necessarily being as expensive as people imagine, but you have to get it absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I think that's right. I think, you know, it's quite a complex sector. Um, and I think that um, there's there's a lot more to understand. Um, obviously, there's lots of different types of property you can invest in, lots of different strategies, uh, valuations different than residential. So, you know, um, there's lots of ways you can get it right, but there's, and there's lots of ways you get it wrong as well if you, if you don't know what you're doing. So, um, yeah, it, it is a relatively complex sector. And, you know, I think that's true about industrial as well. So, you know, all industrial is not made equal, just like all kind of all property is not made equal. And I think that probably um, where the industrial market is falling is kind of into two, two distinct kind of parts. There's logistics and distribution and then there's everything else. So um, I, I think, you know, obviously logistics and distribution is, is a, you know, it, it has been a growth sector for the last kind of five, 10 years. Um, institutions have been shifting their spend in, into that sector, which has made yields incredibly low, incredibly, you know, it's been an incredibly competitive, competitive sector to get into as an investor. Um, and, you know, I think that, um, it hasn't quite, in terms of the operators, they haven't quite got there in terms of their logistics. So, you know, the big distribution sheds, they've been doing that for years, that's fine. Um, but it's the last mile, it's the kind of the smaller industrial, where it's, it's the most expensive part of the supply chain. And it's, the, it's where land values are the highest because they're within towns and cities. It's basically the bit where they deliver to um, people's houses so you know the Amazon um, delivery drivers pick up um, and and that's 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 I think where there's a load of opportunity at the moment so one quick question I don't I hope I've got the phraseology right because industrial is completely new to my events you know I've done over 220 events in the last decade and never done an industrial panel I think people talk about dark kitchens I don't know if you've heard of that expression yep. I don't know if technically that's industrial or not industrial um do you see that possibly being a growth sector or is that really just in the post-covid19 initially and, and not longer term well no dark kitchens have been around for quite some time you know people like deliveroo have been um been delivering um from dark kitchens and effectively all dark kitchens means is that um it's a, like a takeaway a, a kitchen without a shop front so um, they can very obviously you need to get your land planning right, but they can be operated from an industrial unit quite happily. Um, all you need is a, is, a, is a kind of kitchen fit out. And what it takes away, obviously, is all the uh, all the cost and expense that goes with being customer facing. So as long as you've got lo- your logistics correct and you're linked in with a with a good, you know, with a good company that's going to deliver it for you. Um, dark kitchens are, are quite an interesting concept. So, Susie, how, how can people reach out to you find out more about what you're doing are you creating a blog or you write articles i know jack introduced me to i heard you speak at john corrie's initially uh and jack introduced me to a facebook live video i think you did what 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 is your major reach in terms of communication with people is it a blog is it um facebook live what what and what what's your preferred method of communication um, well, Facebook, I do kind of put a quite a, a fair amount of updates on. They'll be ramping up as well um, 
over the next kind of few weeks. So um, Facebook, you know, I kind of try and keep everyone up to date um, with what I'm doing. I have actually started writing a blog. It's amazing what COVID-19 does for you. So um, I have actually wrote, uh, started writing a blog. And actually, I've... Um, I've just launched a website, which is www.commercialpropertyacademy.co.uk, and it's um, it's there's a webinar on there actually, which talks all about this topic about post COVID nineteen, how you can profit from commercial property, um, and um, I'm I, I've written a, an online course for people to start getting going in commercial property as well. So, so just for the listeners out there, can you just repeat the website? Yeah, sure. It's www.commercialpropertyacademy.co.uk. So if people want to connect, that that's a good way, first of all, to find out a little bit more about what you're doing. Of course, this coming Monday, Monday 27th of April, I'm delighted you're going to be on the panel, uh, which is focused on industrial, lots of interest on industrial. I'm not surprised. Um, I've chosen it because of the increase, obviously, post-COVID-19, I, I see in the industrial sector. Um, but as I say, hand on heart, it's not a sector which I have a vast knowledge of. And I think a lot of people in my circles don't have a vast knowledge. So it's wonderful that we've got you on board, 25 plus years commercial um, property experience, particularly the likes of CBRE. Um, so any final thoughts, Susie? Any final words? How, what opportunities are you open to yourself? Um, well, I'm obviously kind of like everyone else waiting to see where all the balls land post covid so um you know at the moment it's you can't, you can't do valuations can't do inspections but i'm you know very much going to ramp up my um investing post post covid 19 industrial is one of the sectors that i'm looking at actively and have been for some time um so yeah i i'm kind of looking forward to to seeing where the balls land i mean I, i've got a good idea um, having been through a couple of other recessions in the property market where things will land, but obviously this is completely unprecedented. So I'm looking forward to Monday to kind of chewing the cud with the other panel members about it. So I just want to say massive thanks to yourself, Susie. Massive thanks to Aaron Yahara, who will be chairing that panel this coming uh, Monday. I'm so used to saying Thursdays, <laughs> but uh, this coming Monday. As I say, we, we kick off just after 10 o'clock. In fact, the doors open at 950 but in terms of presentations, followed by panel, um, 10 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I've been online every Monday. Um, in, I wasn't expecting to be online every Monday, but that, that's the way it's worked out to be. So um, as I say, it's Monday morning, just after 10 o'clock, we've got a panel session. In fact, just before the panel, we've got a finance update from Sam Norris, as I mentioned, Daryl from Lendwell will be there. Uh, lots of experience on industrial, formerly from Shawbrook. That's where he, you know, really learned industrial. Um, also delighted Kirsty Darkins as well, and Alex Hearn, another surveyor. So um, Sealand's Hearn, slightly different field of surveying. So more focus on the project monitoring. So Susie, I just want to say massive thanks. Thanks to the listeners as well. And to the listeners out there, if there's people you want me to interview, feel free to let me know. Um, if there's a particular Monday session you're interested in, just to give a heads up, Monday the 4th is focused on the economy post-COVID-19. Delighted uh, we've got the likes of Adam Lawrence on that particular panel. Uh, Stephen Johnson from, I'm so used to saying Shawbrook, but it's, it's Lendwell. Uh, now formally created Shawbrook. And then on the 11th of 
this uh, of May, we've got a build to rent panel and haven't put any further dates because I'm hoping lockdown will be relaxed. So um, who knows? Um, Susie, I just want to say massive thanks and thanks to the listeners as well. Thank you. Thanks, Brandon.